I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. But any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's OK to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, buddy? something special! You know, uh, that's not talent. Oh, Supercoach 360. The way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people who actually just do it, it makes their little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that moment. Makes it cool. Supercoach 360 podcast. It's crackalacking. It's Tuesday. Welcome to Supercoach 360. I'm in the coach's caravan of courage. With Bergs, Con, and of course, Louis, we're here to talk all things Supercoach, Round 21, Round 22, head-to-head finals, Trell, Munster, the big boys of the week, and heaps more. We're joined by uh, Ross Mann and Brad Smith. We're going to peruse some team lists, and Brad's got a few players to look out for over the next few rounds. Uh, we're going to talk head-to-head. We're going to talk heaps of stuff. So, first things first, boys, are you still alive in your head-to-heads? Oh, I'm... Going to take this one? Yep. Oh, I'm still alive in my one and only cashy. Yep. And I had a week off last week, so I got the save trades. Yep. Now I'm playing for a spot to go straight through into the grand final this week. So, yeah, two trades this week. Probably going to save them. See what my opponent's rock- rocking. Maybe wait a game or two. See if I have to either copy or pot on, or maybe I can save the trades for another week. Yeah, now see that that's a, that's interesting. That's one of the things I I'm thinking about. I'm still alive in my head to head. Um, I've got a vastly different team to my opponent this week. I'm a bit worried about it to be honest. Uh, I'm heavily stacked with Panthers players. Um, not that they would necessarily be trade options, right. but I think you got to look at it kind of like you. I personally look at a hand at Texas Hold'em pre flop. You might as well buy in, see what they're rocking. 
because anything can happen. Pre-flop. Everyone's got their own two cards. Anything can happen after that turn. So it's kind of like Supercoach. With the 10 difference, anything can happen after those first two games and you can be that far ahead or that far behind that you need to pot on or you can save trades or copy captain or like, all kinds of things. Like, there's plenty of things to kind of think about with the head-to-head finals. Well, well that's it. Take, take me through because I, I've never been in this position before and well, I've, I've got, I think, three trades. Um, well, I, I'm looking at it from a cash point perspective where I've got a second chance. If I lose this week, I've still got another chance next week. You don't have that. But, no, I don't. I'm, I'm but right I, I don't want to rely on that second chance. So I, I want to go into this week, win it, go straight through to the grand final with a 50-50 chance. Yeah. So I'm going to look at what my opponent's doing for the first probably Thursday game. I'm going to use one trade, sorry, because substituting Tago's dual position is viable to one of my trades. So I have to use that one before Thursday because, unfortunately, Panthers play Thursday. But then I'm going to save my second trade, see what happens on the Thursday, Friday night, judge where I'm at, see if I have to use this trade or if I have to go a full pot option with that trade or if I can just bank that trade, save it for next week. And It's an interesting you, one because you've been... You, you don't have the luxury of that he has. No. You have to make right decisions. Cause but you he, don't... He, he does, in a way. He well, does. He, he can still sit there. If he doesn't have any clean straight out Storm or Panthers player, well, or I'm they're not involved I'm, in a dual trade. I'm assuming May would be one of your ones that you're looking at yet offloading. I, I can't even substitute a player uh, on my reserves. Can I still substitute them around once they're locked or are they locked no, into their position? No, if you've got Tago in centres and you want to trade out a Tarpany... After Thursday, Tungo's right. locked in the centres. You can't bring yeah, him up. Yeah, it's it. I can't even substitute him. So, yeah. So it does limit your options that way. But for me, I, if I, I'm you... I could probably work around that, to be honest, because I've, I've still got the four playing centres. Well, you, look, you can do what I do and just use that one trade to get Tarpany out, bring Tungo up, bring in the centre, fullback, or whatever you want. See, I've already got Tungo up. And then save that other trade. Well, I was actually going to bring him back down and just move enough up there just so that way I've got him down in the sentence. I don't know why. I think it was because I'm, I'm targeting a center to bring in. He's not a play this week, I don't think, Tungo. I don't know. Well, see, that's that's one of the other things about this week, which makes these decisions so hard. It's a round of tough matchups. And and the next few weeks are going to be like this. Head-to-head finals. Supercoach has got a big old twist this year in that, well, the players that most of us have in our teams have all got pretty tough draws. Oh, it's, Cowboys it, and Sharks excluded, I think. It's a broad... Well, we even they've got so many... But it's a broadcaster's dream, Supercoach Nightmare. Yeah. Because, you know, I've got... All the top teams are just playing each other week in, week out, and it's... I've got, I got six players in that first game, I think. Yeah, well, a lot of people would be highly invested in that first game. Six or seven, maybe even more, you know, like... Kick out, Tungo, May... Yo... Ho- uh, yeah, Grant, Munster. Grant, Munster. That's you. Appy's even out there. Yeah, Appy. Appy's big own. Um, yeah, I think Dylan Edwards is even. Crit is a bit of a pod. So, mm. it is a big game that Thursday one. That's so, yeah, what I mean. For me, you've really got to look at, do you want to keep one or two of those dudes? Because you've got both May and 
Targo, don't no, you? No, I, I offloaded May ages ago. Best thing I ever did. All right. Well, for me, you could probably sit Targo if you didn't have to play him, but I don't know the makeup of your squad probably. But for me, Jazzy, you've got to make the moves this week, whereas Con, he still has a little bit of luxury. He just wants to assure himself the best possible. Position. Yeah, well, that's it. I understand his strategy. So the question that's is, like, with strategy. these tough with these tough matchups. Um, I've got three trades left. I was planning on using one trade per week and just sort of limiting myself to that. But now I'm like, do I use the extra trade? Well, have you looked at the Pigeons team? Have you looked at Jacko's team? I have. Uh, I have. It's it's a good team. I've played it a couple it of times is. in different uh, leagues throughout the year this year. And he, he's, he's done well all year, Jacko. He's very impressive super coach-wise this year. You've um, seen listening to the podcast the last few years. Heavily. Um, but, yeah, he's... He's done very well this year, and you've got a tough matchup, Juzzy, and that's what I'm saying. Like, As a podcast, we, we, we want you to do well. Pidge out, mate. But as a podcast, we want to help you the best we can. And not not saying we wouldn't do that for Jacko as well. So, but so no, you're saying fuck you, Pidge, and we... Yeah. Play, players... <laughs> Probably, I mean, runs a little bit drying up, um, but yeah, he's still got a couple of good ones in there. Yeah, he's got correct. Bottom eight, bottom of the eight finisher. Hundred percent. Work to do. Oh, I've got to play every game but and win not, every game. It's not impossible to be done. Like so, I, I've seen it done countless times where eighth position comes all the way home and and takes the cookies because it's super coaches. We know from past years. We all know you can be riding high with the flashes team. Next thing you know, the rest of it over the next three weeks, you're sitting there playing fifteens and fourteens, and there's nothing you can do. Not just that. We've seen where. Players have been sitting in the top hundred overall, struggling to make an eight in the top in a head to head league. Yeah, yeah. But clearly they got the best team overall, but everyone's just having a good week or they're just having that little off week against them. But once push comes to shove, the cream rides to the top. Yeah. And that's why I come like twenty if in everything this year. <laughs> 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 Sorry guys. Let us down as a podcast in all the seated leagues. Right, mate. So I feel like we've talked about out. it. But I still have no idea what I'm going to do, and I don't know if I've learned anything. Uh, yeah, I'm really worried about this week, and I've got no idea what to do. I mean, unless the Storm or the Panthers players are involved in your trades, you save save the two trades, have a look, see what his team looks like compared to yours on actual game day, see what Thursday night produces for each of you. And then reassess Friday. and judge accordingly after that. Because yeah, you might necessarily you might have to make them two trades after game one. You don't know, but like he said, if someone comes out and does a tarp and he gets knocked out, gets a four, that puts you in a good stead. You know, it puts you virtually a player in front. 
Right, so you say this hypothetically. He captains Munster. Munster scores 22. Then you look there and you think, well, I could probably save these two trades at least until Saturday-ish kind of thing and then reassess after Saturday or halfway through Super Saturday. And But, yeah, I think you just got to play it by ear at this time of year. But you also got to be on top of it. Can't be going to no family barbecues and checking your phone at 9 o'clock and go, oh, fuck, mm. I've messed this up. Because you got to remember there's two, G, there's two yeah. Gs on the line. Like that's, that's a good little thing. You know, it's a good pocket. So if I'm you, I'm focused as much as I can over the That's for everyone that's in cashies out there. Focus as much on your, as you can on what's going on at the football and what your opponent's doing. Because you've got to remember they're, they're probably playing with tactics as well. They're probably saving their trades yep. till the very last minute that they have to use them, and they're watching your squad. Assume that they are. Assume that they're better than us. If you know them, you know? take them out, get them drunk, and suggest wild things to them. <laughs> How's that worked for you in the past, God? Oh, uh, bro. Yeah. Gregory's got Connor quite a few times. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> he not screwed over any opponents, but he got me a few times. I love how he's <laughs> like, get your mates, go out and drink. And he's like, get my alter ego, stay home and All drink. All right, just quickly, while we're talking head-to-head still, is there anyone you would specifically target this week or next? Well, um, first one, Mulatalo. Ronaldo. Now, you've been saying this for weeks. Do a do it. Do a pull the trigger on old Ronaldo. I pulled the trigger this week. Yeah. I I'm, think this is the week to do it. He's, what, 410000 Something like that, yeah. So if you've got someone like an Isaiah Tass or someone, which is an $8,000 swap to Ronaldo with a short run home, South run home, that, my opinion's to no-brainer. Get on board. He's, he's, without the tries, he's very... 40-ish. He's a 40-ish, which, dang it, it's not bad. What, are the, what does Tango and May do without tries and shit? Yeah, it's true. That's why they're 40. I don't like, have either of those. There's not many backs without tries that go 70. Yeah, it's it. For 40, 40 for a back, you know, that's without it. tries yeah, even, even Toto this year is not pushing a 60 base like he was last year. Like a 50 base for a back this year is Solid. pretty outstanding. Well, they're spreading the love a lot this year. Yeah. yeah. Now, I just, yeah, there's... There, there is a couple to look at over the next coming weeks. So if if I wasn't a Reuben Cotter owner, I'd probably look at Reuben Cotter. I'm an owner, so it's not an an issue for me. But if well, if you if, if you had Tarpany and you're looking to go somewhere, I think Reuben's going to continue his 80 minutes from when he was pre-injury, pumping out those 70s at least every week. Well, he looked good last week coming back and he's played some good minutes. So, and they're going to want him. Doing his proper role come finals time. Well, for me, he, he's now a headache because I've got him in. The, I've got him up at hooker, so him and Harry Grant are, are locked in. I've got two hookers playing, two fullbacks playing every week. That's not a bad thing. You yeah. No, it's not. If it's you not. can have four quality spine players playing every week, that's gold. If yeah. you don't have to use a forward or a centre wing as a reserve, you're in a really good situation, I think. They do have, oh, he has, yeah, well, he's got the solid base. That's the difference between him and, well, Harry was getting 50s of tries, so, up until last week. Well, that, that, like, everyone's probably going to run with Harry. Like, yeah. a lot of people, sorry, are going to run with Harry, but that's probably the difference between the Cook and the Cotter. Cook's got that big ceiling, yeah, but he can punch out that 45, 50. Where Cotter, I think, 70's once all he's locked in at 80 minutes from now on, he's going to be 65-plus every single week. 
where he could go that 100 plus if he jags a try. He's not going to go he won 70, 180 like a cook possibly could. He hasn't, but yeah. there's always that chance, especially if Murray plays like he did in that first 30 minutes of last week. Jesus Christ, he was on fire. Yeah, um, I think we talk. I think we do touch on some other targets for head to head with the with the boys later in a chat. Um, trades this week, um, just quickly because we didn't touch on it with the boys. Now you're you're looking at Trell's run and like you you were sad you didn't jump on when you wanted to, but now you said if you were only you'd probably maybe think about getting rid of. Um, what's in that? Oh, I just think. His runs come to an end. I know the word of the mouth is he's matchup proof at the moment. But if you go back and actually look a bit into it, he played a Melbourne Storm in shit form that we're getting carved up on their right hand side, which is South's strong side there left. Yeah. So that was a walk in the park for him. And then the other quality team that he played was Parramatta, who were also Depleted. In not great form at that time. It was around the origin period and shit wasn't really working for them. He came out and cleaned them up too. And apart from that, I think the other three teams or four teams that he's played have been bottom four, bottom six opposition. Yeah. So So but really it'll be the true test of the next coming weeks. Well he well he he plays I think Louis could probably tell me more than this, but I think Parramatta, Storm, Cowboys, Roosters. Over the next four weeks. Is that where, that's, that's the Rabbitohs, right? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. And yeah. so those first three, they're in pretty red-hot form at the moment. Not red-hot, I wouldn't say. Storm, defensively weak. Parramatta, depends which fucking one turn up. Cowboys, solid. Yeah. And but I think by the time round 25 comes, Roosters will be flicking and trotting. And well, they've started already. They're starting. Shit good. will yeah, be yeah, yeah. going down for there. So all in all, it's... I wouldn't like to have that run home. It's no. gonna, it's gonna, it's separate hard. From the it's boys, gonna yeah. harden them up for finals time, and they're gonna be very well prepared come that elimination finals time. But it's gonna take a lot out of them at the same time. Yeah. It's a tough run. It is. It is. Um, Place targeting, I believe, is what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. I just went. I just went down because I, I thought with the money that Trell's made, you can need go anywhere. You know, he's 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 near at top dollar. You could bring in anyone you virtually wanted for Trell's money, but it's a matter of do you do you run the gamble that he is just going to score seventy or sub, hopefully. They um, but they wouldn't be saying coach out there that agree me was selling him. No, no, but I see I see the merit in the draw that you're talking about. Like every one of these teams that have to play in the next couple of weeks are are biting for a specific spot, and Melbourne wants top four. Um, Arrow on top four. To, Cowboys yeah. want top two. You know what I mean? Like every one of them wants a spot. So see, I don't have that easy game where someone's going to give up. If they, even if they would fly out and put a quick twenty on, I don't think the teams that they would but play against would think twenty's enough, and they'll grind it to out. Counter that, you'd say if South put a quick twenty on, Charles probably got eighty points. Not necessarily. It could be Not Cody Walker's time. He hasn't but. done shit for six weeks or something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cody. <laughs> Love you, bros. But um, yeah, you know how it gets. Yeah, um, I know. It just it's that super coaching, mate. Like it, and, and you know what? Could be the master stroke to carry someone up, or it could be the 
capitulation of the team. Well, speaking of <laughs> master strokes that can carry people up, Brad Smith and Ross Mann got together with you two boys for a chat before the show tonight. That's capitulation. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we go have a chat with those boys or hear the chat with those boys and um, see what they have to say? Because I'm curious. I haven't even heard this chat yet. So I'm curious to see what you guys talked about and who's Brad's uh, sort of place to target over the next few weeks. No, it was a good chat. Good chat. All right, boys, how are we this week? Uh, massive week of head-to-head finals. If you made it through, if you're one of the lucky ones or you had the week off last week, did you build for this week? Like Con, did he or did he not? So, boys, how, how's the week going for you? Uh, not a great week. Not a great round at all. Um, didn't have Trell, didn't have Murray, didn't have Harry Grant or any one of those other ones that went big or Lane or anyone else and had a shocker this week, absolute shocker. So... Dropped back about 4,000 spots and, um, yeah, not good. That's no, like Brad, eh? What about you, mate? How you mean? Uh, yeah, I've got about 14.30, which um, uh, at this time of year for head-to-heads get me in most of them. I think there's only a couple Captain of them. Captain um, Yeah, I'm vice-captain. I, I went the loop, um, which in the end, I actually had the captain on Trell. So I took it off Trell to go into Munster. So that sort of hurt me, but not by much. I mean, they basically finished the same. Uh, the only yeah. problem was, is of course, you're stuck with that, you know, AE, which I think probably would have been about the same anyway, because the bench is pretty strong. Yeah, yeah. All right, boys. So this week, uh, I want to chat to you about head-to-heads, what you're going to do going forward, if you want to divulge the information, that is. But there's there's a lot, lot to look look forward into the future too. Like with, uh, with your head-to-heads going forward, you don't want to end up with the same players and it's blokes like you who crunch the numbers and know where to go. So where are we looking at, fellas? All right. Well, I guess I'll kick her off. Just to, um, uh, with my head-to-head, I, I really wanted to uh, – it's important at this time of year that you have a good look at the draw because you want to be getting players that are going to – perform on that particular week in which you've got your head-to-head battle. Um, so, I mean, there's three games that really stand out. Sharks versus Tigers, you know, uh, just about anybody in that Sharks back line is pretty good property, really. Um, and having a look at the Tigers team today, yeah, definitely, you've got to target it. If you're going to – if you've got Sharks players, you need to play them. Um, Not just or if you've got trades, get one in. The next – Three weeks, like all throughout the head-to-head finals, their draw is pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. Is um, there is there one of them that's a pod though? Well, I, I mean, I, I have a real good look at Ramian. Now, Ramian's six fifteen k, so he's pretty expensive. Yeah. But it's I I know Con. He's had he's had his little fifteen minutes of fame. Those four rounds there where he killed it. Now yeah. well, that's what well, he's attacking. Let, let's have a think there. about this. He's got a five round average of seventy three. Give me too many players up. that are. You need to jump on these players when they're on the up, not when they're on the nah, down. He's, he's on the down now, my brother. <laughs> but is he with the draw? You just said yourself that draws juicing right up, and and he he found he, he was the only outside back out of Katoa. Ronaldo and and Talakai, who found the attacking stats in those hard games. But is that yeah, not when the... they had the cruisy runs? Ramian never seems to find an attacking stat. I don't know what it is. He's a great player. I'm not taking anything away from him, but he just can't find attacking stats when the Sharks are cruising and scoring points at will. 
Well, he hates to pass the ball, which is oh, excellent. Absolutely. That's fucking excellent for Supercoach. That's what you want as a, in your Supercoach, a bloke that won't pass the ball because he's going to crash over occasionally, you know. Like, and oh, I don't know. You know, only 2% of oh, teams. That's in pod oh, territory. Just, just in his price over 600K, like you said, and Ronaldo, Talakai and Katoa, all under 500K, I see so much more value in those three over Ramey. Well, at this time of year, money really isn't the issue, I don't think. You should be pretty well flushed with money. So for 600, 500 is nothing. But if, uh, if, you, if you've got four trades and you can save 140000 on this trade, that could change that next trade that you make drastically from going to a yeah, yeah, or well, an I, absolute weapon. I see, I see the value in, in Ramey, and he, especially if he has turned around and he's picked his socks up. If the Sharks want to be <laughs> contenders, then he has to be doing these runs in all these games, not just occasionally, you know? I yeah. I own Talakai. Well, I did own Talakai. I'm not going to, I'm actually going to sell Talakai. I know they've got a good draw coming up, but. I'm just I'm just sick and tired of holding on to him. Like the that left side is not getting any ball. Wade Graham is a hog and he doesn't pass the ball. Um and I'm I I'm so I'm just gonna sell him this week. I've had enough. I mean draw, good draw, no good draw. He's out of my team. I'm gonna hang on to Mulatalo, but Talakai's gone for me this week. Can't do the, it any the, longer. The biggest thing last week was no Matty Moylan, I think. Yeah, but Matty Moylan's not playing this week either. That's, That's what I mean. Trindle didn't help. Get the ball no. to those outside. That's what I'm men. saying. And Wade Graham doesn't pass. That's the problem. They're not getting any ball. You can't. I just can't justify keeping him in the team when I can bring someone like Cam Murray in, who's going to pump me out a decent score every single week. Yeah. Well, so, to, to be fair, if Souths want to go deep, they need Cam Murray to be fit and doing what he does. Yeah. So it's it's all about the base versus ceiling. I feel he's got. Kalatalakai hasn't great. got the base. He, he got hooked after seventy minutes That's last I mean. week in for twenty five points. Play where you're going to get your sixty five seventy each week. Yeah, uh, I feel Talakai's got the highest ceiling than Murray if he has one of those games like he did against oh. Manly. He hasn't had that. He hasn't had that for a long time. Unfortunately, he's been he's been rubbish. But anyway, we'll keep going. Who else you got, Brad? Well, I'll give you one more thing to think about with Ramian, and you know I love my points per minute. But believe it or not, his points per minute are 0.8, which is, for a back, very, very good. good. And that's actually mm. better than Talakai. It's better than the other backs. So that means that he's got a slight base. He doesn't have a huge base, oh, but he's actually got a Ram- little bit of a base. No, Raymond's got a massive base. He averages like nearly 50 in yeah. power and base stats a week. It's just his attacking stats. It's, yeah. If you him down over the last couple of years. If you could put an offload in the bloke, he'd be he'd be excellent. <laughs> but he just tucks it and goes. But to his credit, he, he breaks free four tackles, man, every time he runs the ball. Yeah. He's a demon. Well, the other two games, I sort of had a, a little glance at the Broncos versus the Knights. But I think the Knights, have, I mean, the Broncos have, would be really good. If you've got a Bronco this week, play them. Because the Knights team, they're running my eye over it. it they're Dingham. I think there's a couple of New South Wales Cup teams that could probably um, give the Knights hey, a run for their money. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. They beat Tigers last week. Um, All right. And no, no Barnett, who rips out 60 tackles. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, up against the Broncos at home. The Broncos are at home. I, yeah. But anyway, I, I don't think it's... It might not be too relevant because the Broncos, I think, have got the storm next weekend. 
um, which, you know, might not be one to bring in. So the other game that looks really juicy is the Raiders versus Dragons. Um, now, Raiders are really hard to find an attacking stat, but there are, which it goes against some of my advice earlier in the year, there is a couple of forwards that are really looking quite juicy. Um, now, with Tapine out, that means that uh, your likes of uh, Elliot, um, who uh, until the last couple of weeks had been going gangbusters and averaging over 80, and the other one is Hudson Young at 550K, um, averaging 72 over the last five rounds, um, only 1.6% owned. You know, that's, you know, wow, 72 average for five rounds. He's playing 80 minutes every single week. Uh, 1.5 points per minute as an average two over that short period. Um, 1.6 last week of points per minute. Yeah, he, he's if you if you're looking for a pod that's gonna get big minutes and should have a great game against uh, St George, who I think is going to be a bit lacking, particularly now that Sims is out as well. Um, yeah, I, I I wouldn't mind that trade at all. If it, if you're I, just after, he doesn't have a huge ceiling, but if you're after a solid number, it's going to get you like eighty points or something. Well, I, I I like Hudson Young. I like him, but I looked at him. And his last four games, he's gone 40, 35, 125, and then 56. So there's three really subpar games in there, and then just one good game that brings his average right up kind of thing. Because I yeah. like him. I think he's a great player. He's mm. got a lot of stupid shit in his game, but he's a good player. What do you think with Tapine out? And he definitely, I think he'll get a bit more. Well, he, he, plays, he plays on the edge. He plays yeah. 80 every week. I can't see it really affecting his game too much. I'd say the big winner in that is Josh Papali'i and Elliot. Yeah, I was about to say Elliot in the middle. What do you think there? Yeah. Well, they got Gula. They got Emma Gula's been named to replace Tarpany at, at um, prop. So he's not, he's not going to give him 60 minutes of quality like no, Tarpany. No, no. He's no. not going to get 40 out of him. So there's 20 minutes there to go to Elliot or Papali'i or. I think if you have a look at Emre Gula's stats and when he starts, I think they're okay. They are. His points per minute is good, but I think he goes Pickle. okay when he starts. And you, wouldn't bring, you wouldn't bring him in, though. There's he no gets a big gas after 30 minutes, doesn't he? Yeah. Could be, could be back on the bench next week. Yeah, see, too, like yeah. Ross said, Tarpany could be needed up and playing next week, and yeah. all of this could mean bugger all. Yeah. yeah. I like the Raiders' draw home. I, th- I think the Raiders have got a good draw home, to be honest with you. And I, But the problem is that there's no out there. None of their backs are any good to jump on. There's no one left. Rapana has a go. No, I mean, if you, no wanted, if you wanted a pod to replace Cleary, if you're still hanging on to Cleary at the moment, I don't mind Fogarty is a bit of a pod, but. Other than that, there's no one else in that team I really like. I think Benny Hunt's in front of Fogarty, and I think um, who's the other one we talked about today? Cherry and someone else, probably just in front of Fogarty, just on pedigree. Well, surely if you've got the jewels, Burton's got to be your one. Yeah, Burton. Yeah, because dogs have got a good draw home too. I like Burton if you can use your jewels and get him down there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, like you said, what do you say about him and the Fox have done mad combo in the last few few weeks? So, last two months, probably. Yeah, they've looked really good together. Yeah. I think Freddie will be looking at that one. 
<laughs> what else so you got, Brad? Anything else? Well, what do you reckon? If you got the Jules Bergs, do you reckon that you, you should be going Drinky or Burton? For me, I, I think I think too many people have got Drinky, so Burton's probably you look in there if you, especially if you're trying to go that other way to everyone else. I think Drinky's not so pottish, if you know what I mean. Um, and Birdo, Birdo, sometimes his his kicking game, it's, that's the thing he's let down. It goes a bit too far or something like that, like. That's the only worrying thing, but he gets it back now with the kicking duty. So I like, I like him. We're scoring points as well, which is rare for us. So he's getting a few few goal kicking points a week as well. So yeah, I like drinky. Player. I like drinky. I like drinky, but he like just the fact that you know once Kyle um, Felt comes back and Hammer goes back to the bench, it worries me that if he has another bad game, that he might get hooked again. That's the thing. And you look at the game on the weekend, who um, he was on like 10 points after 30 minutes and turned up. I, I like drink water, but I like Burton as a pod too. I did look at Burton a few weeks ago at getting him in, but I ended up going Dylan Brown instead, which I'm pretty happy with. But I don't I don't hate either, really, to be honest with you. Well, the Bulldogs play the Eels and the Sharks in the next two, which is going to be head-to-head preliminary final and grand final. Hmm. Uh, do you really want a Bulldogs, Matt Burton up against an Eels or a Sharks who are playing for a top four spot? I don't. I'd take drink water every day of the week just because Cowboys are a much better team. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah. All right, what else have we got? You going to quickly run through the team we saw today? Just one more, one more pot I want to throw in there. And obviously, he doesn't have the ceiling of the other players, but I, I, he's really good price. He's, um, I like his Nat Butcher too, as well. He's not very highly owned either. He's only about 450k, and he's been punching out some decent scores since he's been starting too. Well, I owned him through the origin period. Yeah. Um, he was okay. I think he got knocked out <laughs> twice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah like, no, I don't mind uh, him yeah. as an option. Sean no, Lane's another. Sean, Sean, Sean Lane's another. Sean Lane's another good option too. I reckon too. Been punching out some decent scores as well. Yeah, yeah. So I can't take that away from him. Yeah, you know, I've rubbished him in past. I've owned him too. <laughs> well, super yeah. coach wise, I think you'll find he's about the form second rower or edge yeah. second rower in the con. He's oh, just about the definitely. form one there. Yeah. I think yeah. super coach wise, I think he's got more points than anybody over the last. You know, little uh, last eight weeks or so, six weeks. Yeah, no, he's done very well. He seems to be their weapon, you know. Yeah, he's, he's running fifth for a five round average behind Nenai, Murray, Kalamatangi, and Ipat. Kalamatangi, oh, well, that might be the well, point. He, he had that monster game on the weekend, which brought him right up. And he, yeah. and he turned up the other week as well. Yeah. He got 111 the other week. Yeah, I'll just like Lane as a pod. Yeah, I think he's good. Yeah. All right, you want to pump through the uh, team list for us, Roscoe? Yeah, I'll go through it quickly. I'll only, I think, do you want to go through the whole thing or just go through the relevant sort of just super coach players? Yeah. All right, so first game we've got Panthers against the Storm. Um, so you've got Matt Eisenhuth replacing JFH, who's out suspended. And then you've got Kikau, who's been named on the extended bench after being a laid out last week. Um. For the Storm, Cooper Johns replaces Jerome Hughes, who's out injured. Um, Cameron Munster shifts back to 5'8". Nick Meaney mm-hmm. returns to fullback. And Justin Ollum returns at, from COVID 
replacing Young T. Um, the Warriors and the Dogs, um, there's not much really relevant there, to be honest with you. TPJ's out uh, for family reasons, replaced by Mariner. Um, just, just back on that last game, sorry, Roscoe. Yep. I, I wouldn't expect the Panthers to risk kicks. Yeah, and also to... I believe Tyron May's in the out too. I've, apparently he's been um, he's been in a sling this week too. He's been named, but there's a good chance that he may get rested this week too as well. No, he's rested from the Penguins anyway, so yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Eels and South. Maddo's been named despite his HIA last week, but keep an eye out for final teams for that because he could be a laid out. Um, for South, there's nothing really anything there. Um, and then for the Cowboys, you got against the Roosters, you got Cal for the Cowboys, you got Ruben Cotter returning to the starting side uh, this week as well. Um, and then the Tigers versus the Sharks. The only thing that's really there is Lachlan Miller's replacing Connor Tracy at, on the wing. Um, and Moylan's still out, so Trindle starts at 5-8 again. Um, the other one's a bit super coach relevant because Dane Fid- Dale Funicane's back from suspension, so Cam McInnes drops back to the bench as well. Um, and then Broncos versus Knights, you've got TMM back into the team replacing Tessie New. Um, and for the Knights, Broncos, for the Knights, David Clem is back in the team. And Mitch Barnett's out, he's out injured, so Matt Croker's replacing him at lock. And then is for the Raiders, injured? what's that? Is he out um, injured? Mitch Barnett's out with a thumb injury or something, apparently. Yeah, that's what yeah, they've got Barnett's to Um, and then for Raiders versus the Dragons, Tarpany's obviously out with his rib injury, so Guller's named to start replace him at prop. Um, and Savage is back in at fullback with Hopperwadi replacing Nick Kotrick, who's out suspended on the wing. Um, and that's pretty much it. For that's pretty much it. Just briefly on teams, there's no one else that's really super coach relevant. So that's it. Yeah. So Jerome Hughes and Tarpany really are the big ones to take out. Yeah, the big. Yeah, a lot of people brought in for Nathan Cleary last week, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah I did, yeah, I did, I did say, I did say on the pod, the other pod that I did last week, that I didn't like Hughes as a replacement, but what, what you know, there was wasn't many other options on the Tragics pod on the Tragics oh, yeah. pod last week. Where but can we find that? Where can where can people find you on that? On Facebook. Yeah. General Supercoach Tragics on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it's on like it's on Spotify and shit, isn't it? Yeah, it's all on Spotify and everything too. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, all on yeah, there sure. as well. Yeah, and that's it. That's pretty much all the relevant for teams for this week. Well, gentlemen, uh, any else you want to touch on or anything like that? No, not really. Just good luck, everybody, with their head to head battles. Just watch out, uh, as we said, with really watch the matchups that are going to be presented there. You know, um, well, it's, a t- it's a tough week for a captain this week. I, I, I sort of had a quick glance, and it's oh, like, yeah. Nico Hines will walk up start. Nico, Hine, mm-hmm. Nico Hines will probably be about 40 50% captain this week, at least. I reckon there's the VC and, options, the VC for options for this week aren't great. I did have a look at coming from over, and I don't even think I'll bother. Oh. I'll, I'll put something on the VC, but I don't think anyone will be looping at all this week. The biggest friend of the game for that's probably the Broncos one. And unfortunately, they don't really have an outstanding super coach no. scorer where you can throw the VC no. on. No. No, I'll probably just put mine on Munster or get Munster, but I don't think I'll be looping anything with him. So, yeah, I'll just stick with Hines like everyone else is pretty much going to be doing, I think, against the Tigers. Yeah. That Penrith well, game, you know, who's the home team on the Penrith uh, Melbourne game? 
Yeah, Penrith at home. Mm. Yeah, there's such See? super coach killers, Penrith and Melbourne. That, yeah, you know, either team are gonna. Yeah, no, like I know I that, worries, that, that worries me. I'm, I, that worries me about this week too, because I'm gonna. I've got to play Ta- uh, May and Targo this week, and I don't. I don't really want to play either of them, to be honest with you. Against so, the Storm. Quick question, guys. With with squads being the way they are now, like everyone's pretty much full strength. There's not many AE nightmares floating around. Is this a good occasion to use Nico Hines as a vice captain, knowing you pretty much got a free loop where you can, if there's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Depends. Depends on your AEs. Really, I mean, I know no, a lot of teams mean, are still. If you've, if you've already got a strong twenty-one or twenty-two, or whatever, and there's no A nightmares in there, yeah. can you now start to look at a loop as a free loop kind of thing? You should be able to. Yeah. You should be able to, especially if if your bench is your lowest bench is a fifty odd. You know what I mean? Which is fucking great. Um. I don't know if I'd be doing it this week, to be honest with you. The only reason why I say that is that there's not really any other good options for see if um, other Nico Hines this week. Because after the Sharks game, you've got Broncos, Newcastle, Canberra, uh, Dragons and Titans versus Manly. So there's really not, no one to, to captain after Hines. Garrick against Titans, pretty Maybe. juicy. If you own him. I'm bringing yeah. him in this week just for that so I can win my head-to-head matchup. Geez, he's, yeah. Just Off watch that. your team list there because it could be a his hip flexor injury or whatever. I'd, I'd that, be careful. Yeah, be careful that's, that's what I've been for the last five weeks or so, Brado, and now I've just decided to bring him in for some reason <laughs> to match that. Well, I'm I'm playing yeah. him myself, but I'm worried that he's going to be ruled out at the last minute. That Dezel bloody put Cooler back to fullback and. You know, um, just seeing how Gutho ran around him last week so easily, and that's not normal yeah. for Garrick. He doesn't normally get run around like that. Gus, um, Gutho is a speed demon. Yeah. Not on football field. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oops. All right, well, we better wrap that up so we can go right. set up the party. Thanks for that, boys. All right, boys. All right, boys. If anyone's looking, find the write-ups from the boys on supercoach360.com. Cheers, lads. Beautiful, guys. Have a good one. Bye, boys. Bye. Can't go wrong with the boys. They always give us the best that they've got. Uh, Brado's been pretty on point all year. Con does love to throw... Some judgment his way, so we're going to go straight there with the Ramian pick. You weren't you weren't sold on Ramian as as sold as Brad. Um, you had stats to bring up. I think Ramian's last. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Three games have been all under 40. Um, I think it was 48, 38, 36. So they're pretty... So he's he's not peaking. But that was through his low run. It was through Without the, the attacking stats against his tough run. Now his run opens up for the way home. I don't... Like, I said on the... Like no, I said I... on the thing, I don't mind it. But Con has showed me 
his stats there and there. A little bit alarming there, hot and cold. You know what I mean? Like, so he's, he does have that. They went on that run where he scored tries where he's never really done that before. So that was where his inflated average came from, I think. Yeah, well, he had that good run where he played Storm around 17. Origin pleaded. He got that 133, which boosted his five-round average right up there. And then he played Penrith round nine. Uh, sorry, Cowboys round 18 after Origin where they arrested Bulk. He's got that 99. And then from then on, he's played Penrith, who haven't been full strength for a 48. South Sydney for a 36. And then the Dragons for a 38. So... We all know Jesse Ramian. He's averaged maybe four, five, if he's very, very lucky, tries over the last so many years. About the same line breaks. He's not a big assister because he's not a big passer. Well, the thing with that is, is he commands pretty much two defenders to stop him. So he, they just go straight out the back to an, an unmarked Katoa half the time, you know? And that's what I mean. Like, and those two, 133.99, before that was a 50.35.53. So yeah. it's his base is great, but he just lacks the attacking stats way too much for myself. I'd rather go for $100,000 cheaper, $150,000 cheaper Ronaldo yeah. or Talakai or even Katoa. Yeah. So Talakai, Talakai's an interesting one. A couple of low scores recently too. Well, I think Roscoe's selling. Roscoe's about to sell. Well, that's so. what I was thinking. Like, I mean, do you jump on or are you jumping off? Well, this is the time I've been waiting for. I mean, like, see, I sold him mid-season at his, well, just under his price peak, if you remember correctly. I was spilling that up. You guys talked me into the extra week. I lost 100K out of it. But now it's like, well, hold on. If, the, if that run is opening up, the points are going to come down that left-hand side. Well, about so Talakai or Mulasalo, it's got to be one of the ones to get him. Well, before I had this hard run in the origin shit, that Ronaldo and Talakai, they were killing it. Absolutely braining it down that left side. Even Moylan. People yeah. who now, strangely consider it in It's like, I mean, we shit. were, that's weren't how, we? That's how good that left-hand side was going. But that being said, and then is Moylan being out going to affect this? Well, Moylan will be back. Next week, but I, I don't think so. I, I think, think, I think Tr- Trindle's Trindle, pretty good in that first half last week. Trindle was awesome. Yeah, I think your he problem's Graham put himself in the back pocket in the second half. I was, but I just with the quality of opposition right hand side defense that they're coming up against and just their quality, I think Ronaldo and Talakai will return to pre round thirteen scoring and. Right. Absolutely brain it and you get them at a juicy bargain. Well, so who's who's the more juicy of the two? Do you look at Talakai with the jewel or do you think I've Ronaldo's, Ronaldo's got the more opportunity for a hat trick? I, I dare I've say. gone Ronaldo personally just because... Yeah, I want the dry scorers. That's my goal. That's and it. Mulatalo was part of the dream team, I remember. Because I remember the, the run that he went on the end of last season too. Just absolutely brained it. He lost a little lot of cash. No, he didn't. No, I he, brought him he, in at the end of last he, year. His last five games, he done terrible. And then he, oh, he yeah. was killing it. And he went, oh, fell off a cliff. But yeah, that's why he was so cheap at the start of this year. And but like the thing with Talakai is he plays that position inside, and he doesn't love to pass the ball. So he's either running and scoring himself, or he's running trying to score himself, like Jesse Ramey, and then getting that late offload or flick pass away or whatever to Ronaldo. 
So you could see Talakai has a better buy, or you could see Moylan coming back or Trindle using his half skills and just cutting Talakai out, going straight to... Decoy and Talakai. Which or, is the same drama they got with Ramey on the other side. He just breaks tackles. Like, you need nearly two blokes every time well, that's tackling. Sa- that's the same as Talakai. That's what I'm saying. That's obviously the shark system. That's and what they so, want in their centres. Like, I didn't get... A huge gauge on the way Dykes played last week. He seemed to be more of a support player through the middle than that sweeping fullback player from what I've seen. But Sharks didn't get much opportunity to show it. But I guess it depends on when Sharks are on the front foot. Does Dykes come in and play that Will Kennedy role where he mainly comes in on the right-hand side? Or does he play that sweeping role both ways? and cut out that centre-back row and hit the wingers. Mm. Well, I, I don't... I need okay, to see another week. Okay, you've got to pick one right now. Ronaldo. For me, I, I, I'd look at Ronaldo just because he's got the highest ceiling, I think. Louis? Uh, yeah, I'd probably go Ronaldo. Um, I've got Telecom a team, and yeah. Would you sell... I mean, I was, do you don't have trades? One. One trade. What are you thinking about doing with it? Um... <laughs> Uh, I was tossing up possibly going Telekai to Ronaldo. Then at the same time, I was like, no, I'll probably go Aitken to, Rena- to Ronaldo. Yeah. Um, or Tass to Ronaldo. So like either way, you either one. Wa- either way, you want Ronaldo in your team this week. Either that or possibly looking at trading out David Fafida to. Anyone. I don't know. Can Can you go to Ronaldo via Julius? Why Why would you trade out David Fafida? Because he's been bitterly underwhelming. He, what, he's had... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, Lou, tell us how you really feel, bro. Oh, th- he's fucking lazy. <laughs> this is his first week under 50, isn't it? I don't know. If, I got off him ages ago. If I'm not sure, it could even be his first week under, like, 65. Like, he's done fuck all since he's been back, but he's averaging, well, I'd have to say, close to 65, 70. Well, would you... Okay, here's the situation. Would... I wouldn't trade Dave Feeder out. I'd be trading one of those others. Maybe a Jai Arrow? No. I'd, he gets the base stats. I'd, Jai for, Arrow for me, for would me, definitely me. be going out of my for, team before Dave if Feeder. You, if, I'm you, if I'm you, personally, I don't trade this week. You got your week mm. off. I got um, the week off, yeah. You, you, anything can happen this week. Um, there's look, If you've got money... Uh, even just 100k on the case, Ronaldo gets 150 this week, and you really need to have him next week. You'll have your money there. Oh, um, I, I think if you're in the head-to-head finals, sorry, if, no, you're, if you're in the head-to-head finals, um, I think I think you need to hang on to those trades, like because you got you not can't go buy some off eBay. This yeah, and you don't know you, what's going to happen. Injuries and are just a, a COVID strike. Anything can happen from here to there, and you're burning your trade this week for what? You're not playing anyone. I know, I know overall something, but whatever. You can make that back up next week or the week after. Well, you can't if you're in for overall at this point, but are you still in for overall? No, or? no, no. Like, it's just straight ahead to head so at this that, point. That's, yeah. that's if I'm you, I hang on to them trades, bro. That's just me. You do mm. what you do you. You're way better off this year than I am, but <laughs> I'm, I'll hang on to that trade. It's, it's not just you. It's At this time of year, you got to weigh up two things. Either you're playing for these head-to-head leagues to win these head-to-head leagues, or you're playing to come 900th and 47th and get a key ring. 
for two bucks from China. Cool. Like, if you're in cash leagues, I think they should be highly dominated over uh, coming a hug league. Like, well, or, just coming 900th, yeah. like, to win a key ring for argument's sake. Like, who gives a... At the end of the day, especially if it's a high-paying. Well, like if you if you're in a cash league, it's like two thousand dollars or whatever. Is a key ring worth two thousand dollars? Say, hey, I come top one thousand. Yeah. I didn't come first, <laughs> <laughs> but I come top one thousand. <laughs> but so uh, yeah, that's what that's what you got to weigh up at the end of the day. You got to yeah. either swallow your pride and just chase those head-to-head things, or go for your top ranking. Thing and Don't get me wrong. If you're in the race and you, you oh, if you're you're in the, the race, then you keep racing. Oh, if you're, but if like, you're but, top ten, like within a hundred and two hundred, three hundred points or yeah. whatever of the lead, absolutely. You're, but if you're nine hundred and forty seventh and seven hundred and eighty points off the lead with two rounds to go, like fuck it, bro. It's, maybe it's time to get on your head to headers. Just win some cash, man. Like take home something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, just uh, other matchups quickly while we're talking. Um, Young and Elliot both look primed to take some points if Tarpany's out for an extended period. I heard he's probably needled up next week, but um, well, I mentioned Brad. I think Elliot and Big Josh, Big Papa in the middle, that'll be more benefits. Hudson plays eighty minutes on the edge anyway. Like nothing's going to change there. He's going to get his base if he gets attacking stats. Great. But it'll be more Elliot and Big Papa that'll benefit there. Yeah. Now, just quickly before we finish on what we chatted on in there. Now, the marquee, the marquee players. Now, that's they're the reason you captain them. They're the blokes that can score 100 points in six minutes. Um, like Pappy did that time. It was six minutes to go, and he scored 100 points. Um, these these are the blokes you bring in. Like they're, they're, You brought them in there, your marquee players. Like They're your captain choices. Like... Um, there was I was going somewhere. With that. Who, who's who's your list of those players? Because you're right. Like we've all seen, <laughs> we've all seen those players, right? Like where they just it looks like they've done nothing all game, and then all of a sudden, bang, they just skyrocket. Oh, or, he, or, he or, braves him. or they do ten minutes of work at the start of the game and then disappear. You know, or play for the first half and then you they don't go anywhere well, after that. Like oh, there's a couple prime examples of that where like we mentioned earlier the paps. Yeah. Where he was on fuck all after 75 minutes. minutes. And in four minutes, he scored two tries, set up two tries, and it was just, holy shit, yes, you captain him. And then there was this week where Cameron Murray just exploded out of the blocks, set up three tries in the first 30 minutes. He was on 96 after 31 minutes. And then I look back after 63 minutes, he was on 103. And it's like, what the fuck? Did what he like, has to do No, but just... Defence and hit-ups alone, surely you can get more than seven points in 30 minutes from Cameron Murray. Like, I was a bit disappointed in that. So, happens a lot, though, doesn't it? It like, does. Like, K- KP's a good one. Yeah. They can just bang, bang, bang. Latrell, another one. The other week, he was on not much, and then... Uh, I can't remember who they were playing, but they just went shit, and the South just tore them apart down the left-hand side, and Latrell was just... Throwing passes for fun. One of them shouldn't have been a try assist. Should have been a try assist. Jed Cartwright, but Supercoach, we're just riding away for the month there with Latrell. Just doing slots. Run your Supercoach, <laughs> you Muppets. Uh, yeah, but 
that they're the guys you want to captain. So like, yeah. especially if you're if especially this week, like if you're up against your head-to-head opponent. Well, okay, so Munster is he a viable captain option this week against the Panthers? For me, he's a no. VC. If you're gonna, nah. if you're gonna VC, but I would, oh. I wouldn't captain any old VC anyway. I wouldn't be throwing a C anywhere against VC, C anywhere against Penrith. It's too good, man. Teddy, Teddy, a captain option this week? Uh, who they play again? I think they're playing. They play in. I'd someone half decent, I think. So Cowboys. He's yeah, playing Cowboys. Yeah. So yeah, and I don't. I, don't expect... I wouldn't do that either. But there's a lot of players this week that have got tough matchups. So. Trell Tre- against Para, Gutho against Trell. See, well, that's that's it. Parramatta's a fickle bitch. Yeah, which Parramatta? Dylan Brown up. against Cody Walker. Well, you don't even know which Parramatta's going to turn up within the first twenty to the second twenty, with it, let alone within the first forty and the second forty, let alone within that week to next week. Like, they, that's the game they're bringing. They got everyone fucking confused. Well, they're just like Bulldog supporters. Fickle as fuck. Go away. We're great. But yeah, all right. Well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm really curious. Like, like, it's one of the other topics that we had on our list of stuff to talk about. Anyways, who well, are the I've viable co- captain options this I've got week? It. That's the question Hines. here from Nick Kuhn. Uh Tough matchup this week, Captain Hines, but not sure on who we should throw the VC on. Now, for me, if you're, if you need the pod, and everyone's going to be going, Nico Hines is Nico Hines the solidified guy this week? Is there? Someone else out there. That that's that's why can... I mentioned earlier about the. Yeah, you got a if wild you, if, one. If you've you got a strong squad, maybe you can justify Bison Nico, and if he goes big, then bang, throw the loop on him because your auto emergency strong anyway. Yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. It just depends on if there's a. It's not really a viable matchup match after it, really. Well, I I think Garrick against the Titans, or. Ola Kawatu or something against the Titans. Cherry even against the Titans is juicy. A pretty good matchup. Even have the Titans put the Q in the rack for the year, you think? They've given up. Oh, they took the Q out of the rack this week? Yeah? No, nah, no, nah, but like, have they give up? For They've been horrible they? all year, bro. They haven't played decent football since round two. Yeah. Like, they've been the disappointment of the season. Everyone was expecting. Top eight at least for the Titans with what they did, but yeah, she comes back to show you sell. You can't buy experience. a quality halfback. Can't buy experience. You you can't buy halfback, bro. Yeah. Like they sold Fogarty, put all their chips on Toby Sexton's basket, and that basket just happened to have a weak bottom and it fell through. So Nico's pretty much the viable guy. You reckon Ezra Man for a VC? No, Ezra plays after. Oh, yeah. I think Nico is obviously the captain choice. Yeah. No one else out there. Not a potty out there for anyone. I'm going Garrick. You're going to go Garrick. If everyone wants to jump on with me against Titans, I'm vice-captain Nico with my strong bench. If he goes 150-plus, bang, loop him. Yeah. No... No harm. Nothing no. yet. That's it. And if he does, if he goes 57, let's go Gary for a triple. All right. All right. Um, so I think that's about all the super coach. What do you got on the liveies over there, Louie? We'll do the liveies. Now I'm going to go touch on the weak gutted dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I 
Sean O'Vader says uh, he's keeping Cotterosi's pod. Uh, play might be useful in two weeks. May made the Cowboys look a lot better when he came on versus our dogs. Bro, play him this week. He's a gun. I'm playing him this week. Glad I sort of hung on. Yeah, I've hung on like you. Hadn't played him for the last two weeks, but he come on after 22 and a half minutes or something on the weekend. Played out the rest of the game. Had a good, decent PPM. And I'm thinking he's playing 70 plus, if not 80 this week. Pre-origin, pre-injury, minutes, form. Put him in your side, just bank him in, bro. Yeah, he's solid. Ride him. Solid as a rock. Queenslander! Mallet. And uh, that that's it for me. That's it for the live. That's it, yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, all right, the weak gutter dog. Uh, where are we going? Who wants to who wants to start with the weak gutter dog? Was it a low blow from Ricky? Is it a brain snap from Ricky? Like, what do you reckon? I'll say more a bit last. It it was all of the above. Yeah. But from watching the NRL shows and interviews and everything in between now and then. And going off the punishment that the NRL gave Ricky, I'm just assuming that Ricky was highly justified in what he said. He absolutely said it in the wrong place at the wrong time, and he never, ever, ever should have done that, and nobody can justify that, no matter the situation. You can't just absolutely grill some young kid's life in front of millions of people, that's just absolutely not on. I don't care. We come down so hard on social media bullying. This is just straight out bullying in the media. It's massive. It's, day, like. it's oh, I'm still taken aback from it, even though it was five days ago. And like, cause I've never ever seen anything like this. Oh, I don't even ever see it again. Well, either, even even when I've seen the most hated players play against each other in origin time, they've never ever said anything to this extent or this drastic. Like this is let alone a coach. Like right out there. It's crazy. But for him to say it and for the people that actually know the truth to be hundred percent behind him and be justified of it, I can only read between the lines and assume that Simmons attacked Ricky's autistic daughter throughout her primary school years and the son to a certain extent as well up to the age of 12. I don't know of any basis for that. Absolutely not accusing anyone of anything. But massive assumption. <laughs> I just think with the NRL coming down with just a one-week $25,000 fine with them knowing the full extent of the story and everything that's going on. I think they've taken that into consideration. And if, if it wasn't to a certain extremity of the situation, the private life situation, Ricky probably wouldn't coach again this season. Yeah. Like if it was just a uh, king hit my son in rugby league, junior football or whatever earlier on in life, I don't think that would fly. Yeah. I think Ricky wouldn't coach again this season, even if that was the case. Yeah. I think it has to be a deeper, more serious situation where 
Well, for me... And it's been 12 years and Ricky's still fucking Yeah, that, that's the fucking drama. That's the drama. He, it's been 12 years and he's he's personally attacked this kid on, on a, at a level which is... You know what? You can't do that in a workplace anymore, anywhere. Like, you can't go to work and just... You can't say that to anyone anymore. You'd be sacked. Like, it's just... It's one of them things. Well, Wouldn't matter the circumstance. Sorry, more to the point, like... I'd never, ever do what Ricky did here, but he came out and defended the grub, Hudson Young, oh, in yeah. that situation. So for him to come out and defend him, I, I I personally think Ricky's a man of integrity and he stands for something. So for him to come out and defend him and then for him to throw old mate under the bus so easily, well, you, shit's gone down. Well, the other thing is, like, it, that's a mental health thing too. Like, people might not realise this, but as soon as he'd seen this kid lash out on the football field, he got in and he got stuck in. Like, that's something that... PTSD. He should have had that let go of and dealt with. But PTSD, bro, like, that can affect everyone in certain ways and at certain times. Like, it's an uncontrollable thing. I'm not saying that's a defence at all. No, no, I don't think we'll ever see anything like it. I don't... I don't think we'll ever see it again in in footy, but never. Yeah. So for me, if, if they want to, if they want to curve that, or you go, or if they want to curve that, for me, the the NRL needs to say, well, right, this is granted, this was an unprecedented thing, but they need to get every future coach and current coach and anyone and just sit them down and say, right, next time anything like this happens, we're stripping your team of competition points. The fines are going to be at least five times the amount of Ricky Stewart's one. Oh, so, yeah, the punishment and was an absolute joke. It just that for me, man. Like you know what? If someone you got to think, right? If someone was to say that about Reggie after shit that had happened when he was a kid who hadn't learnt, you know what? When you're 12 years old, I hate to break it to you, your brain's only so equipped. You know, you know, men aren't really equipped with their brains till 25, they say. Like, we still fucking la-di-da until we're then. Um, but you know what I mean? So, f- for when you're a kid, a lot happens when you're a kid. I'm, I, I can attest to that. I was a bit of a pain-in-the-ass kid. And oh, I'm telling you, I wouldn't hang out with 21-year-old me. I was a fuckwit. Yeah, still got hemorrhoids from you as a kid. Yeah, that much yeah pain I know, ass. bro. Like, I wouldn't hang out. I wouldn't want 10-year-old me as a kid either. I'll flog it. But, you know, so you, he's just got an issue there. He's got to fix it, I think. Um, I, the comment of the day, I think, was a couple of hours later, Jamin Salmon come out and said, I understand Ricky's furious and shit because um, he's got to turn up at work every day, coach a shit team in a shit, in a shit like capital city, you know? <laughs> so, uh, Which, that's uh, funny, you know, well, good said, on him. Like what um, he said, at one point, yeah, that's funny and shit, but at the same point, it just shows the arrogance of the piece is, of shit. Yeah, he's a bit of a fuckwit at the same time, you know, because it's something we'd probably say. You's got a say on it, boys? Anyone want to have a say on the Ricky Jazzy's thing? Jazzy's got a say on it. No, well, I mean, huh? nothing's happened against the Panthers. I don't know. if it is no, nothing will happen against the Panthers. If it, if it is something personal... It is. It's 100% personal. Then my only concern is that, you know, this may prove a distraction for the club. Wrong time of year for that. No one likes that. What? Why doesn't Georgie Rose just jump in and say an MMA fight at the end of the year, boys? Ricky and Jamin. Probably will. No gloves. Let's fucking do it. 
Watch a 23-year-old beat the shit out of a 50-year-old. Uh, I'd, I'd be putting my money on Ricky, It'll personally. Yeah. Ricky would bite his ear off. Ricky wouldn't care. He'd go, he'd go to all depths. Ghosty. All right. Well, you got you going to say you got to say on it, Louis. You got to say on it. Oh, my thoughts have already been said by you guys. I think it was wrong to come out and do it publicly, in that way. Um, But I mean, obviously, from Ricky's point of view, there's obviously something serious that's gone on, that you know has made you hold this, oh, this personal vendetta against him. For so many x amount of years, um, obviously whatever happened is serious, and um, yeah, there must be some justification behind it, definitely. See, the thing is for me, right, is now this is all people are talking about, right? Like, and it's the wrong time of year for the Panthers. It takes a lot of heat off the Raiders. I mean, it puts a lot on Ricky. No one's talking about the Raiders team. No one's talking about the fact they lost the game the other night. You know, look. Because they lo- you I don't know what? Condo- I more don't... than a game was lost that night, bro. That self-respect of a, of a, of a, a what is he, a 10- or 12-year coach now? He's about to coach his 500th game. I don't think he lost his self-respect at all. He did a little bit, bro. He took he took his personal life and aired it out for the whole world to see, and now he and has no choice but kid. to give explanations. And, and what now? He's got to dig up the past of 12 years old when Jamin Salmon was a fucking 12-year-old kid who's, let's face it, Probably a feeble fucking mind. It's probably not the greatest fucking mind anyone's ever seen. He hasn't killed cancer or anything. So you justify James Salmon kicking Stalin in the nuts? Oh, I feel it was accidental. Yeah, I don't I don't think it was accidental. I don't, I don't feel know. there was malice in it, man. I've, I'm not talking about the right leg that was situated in between the legs the whole time. I'm talking about the left leg to come up towards the groin area and then clearly struck He's trying out. to get him off him. The and tackle's then, clearly complete. Get off him. But the Raiders weren't doing that. The Raiders were climbing over him all night, and like that's it. They're trying so to get a fast play the ball. Fact to kick but uh, no, like I said, it's accidental, man. Pepper's goggles are on bucket hard. Nah, hundred <laughs> percent. They're climbing over him. Well, he, he got reported for the incident, so there must have been something in it. Yeah. Yeah, you just can't kick people in the uh, back. No, well, that's it. He's made, he's made people, contact. Let alone there. He's, he's oh, made Josh, contact. Josh Reynolds changed all that, bro. You can treat, That's you can, trip. You can That's totally different apples and oranges. Um, yeah. Is anyone else going to Ricky, or are we moving along to head clashes and no justice for Dale? <laughs> no justice for anyone. No, the, the, you go, it's your, no, you, you go, bud. The brutalest fucking head knock of the weekend, um, Victor Radley's, if you missed it. Which one? The one the where first you could one, see, the second one, or the third one? The one where you could see one. his heartbeat. Oh, like, see, literally, the blood... Pouring out of his head in pulses. <laughs> <laughs> you knew how fast Victor's heart were beating yeah. if you could count, bro. So not the second one when he had the strapping on and had the same contact and it was pitching out through underneath the strapping. No, or no, the third I... one later on in the game where he come into contact with a lower body and then had blood coming out of the same injury again. At that point, there was so much just like blood loss that the, right. it was all moving around a bit more. You could hit him in the arm and just, just the liquid. Which like a rag doll. Just, rip, 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 he was rip, running on green. Like a broken water bottle. Time, bro. he was fucking... Yeah, that, that first run, but like right. I said, years before, I've never seen so much blood gushing from... A well, dude's head. Polyters of blood. Clay Goiter after five rounds. Yeah. As close as you should come to it. People at the Red Cross would be so pissed. They'd be like, what a waste. <laughs> they can't. It's been sports science. They can't but, use it. But 
for that to be for Victor to be in that situation, obviously someone's gone in with some kind of intent, and there's been a head clash somewhere throughout the series of events, and, and yeah. Victor's come out with that. Same exact so same thing as why is there not even a fine or a no mention case. or anything? But Dale gets two weeks for. The same. Stephen Crichton's ear for tackling too far. Who was attacking? Well, no, was... Who was attacking? Who was defending? Victor was... was defending. And he's run out of the line, made contact, hit the head, and hasn't been placed on report. Vic... No, no, Victor had the ball in hand. Did he? Yeah, Victor yeah. had yeah, the ball so in hand. Yeah, so there you go. There's your dip. Well, so uh, who was he? So who why is there a difference? Who so whoever uh, tackled him should have been yeah, punished. I can't remember the top of my head who hit him. I thought Victor but... ran out and... No, it Victor, was Victor had the ball in hand. No, yeah, you're right. It was. Yeah. I think it passed. No. It was because if, the, if, if there couch. isn't that... The, the thing with Fanukum was the driving force out of the line. It was and the intent con- that he came out of yeah. the line. And, and then the direct contact with the head as a result of that intent. Whereas if Victor ran into a head knock, then that's it. It shouldn't... I, I didn't actually didn't see it. I, no, I, was, I wasn't really paying attention until I noticed Victor but, on the ground. Screw. Well, <laughs> you tell me... Because Victor ran into old mate, did old mate not have intentions to go in there? Jack Turpin. Jack Turpin. Did he not go in there with bolted out of the line and then didn't execute the tackle motion. Fucking job. Right? Wait, wait, wait. But he didn't execute the tackle motion. The first contact was head to head. You don't tackle with your head. Jake Turpin didn't rush out of the line and first contact was head to head. And Victor was bleeding profusely. Yeah, but if he's but... holding his ground, then that's fine. Why? Because he's holding his ground. Victor's the one that would have had to lower down to Turpin's head height as it is. No, to try no. and drive through no him. Way. Like, well, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to see a replay of this now. You guys have gotten onto a tangent. I hope you've got something else to talk about while I look it up. I do. There's uh, there's nothing to talk about. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Dale was suspended a lot two right. weeks ago. And then we have this next one, talking point, just footy again. Um Tariq Sims should have got fucking set off. Yeah, well that um, that's that was pretty monster. Mo- I, I think that's a unanimous one, that one. Like, I couldn't believe that he stayed on the park. I, honestly. He couldn't believe that he nah, nah. only got 10. Nah. He went home and bought Lotto. I think everybody except for the bunker was expecting a send-off right there. Yeah. It was insane, eh? I just... You don't know. You just can't pick it, man. Like, in all honesty... Well, you look back a week ago where... Rabbitohs and Sharks were in that golden point game. There was extra time. Tom Burgess come running across and hit old mate's shoulder and then slightly glanced him over the head. And he got sent straight off. No if, buts, maybes. Tariq Sim comes in, whacks old mate square with his forearm, elbow kind of region, knocks him the shit out, gets stretched off. Oh, 10 minutes. (laughs) What? How? And the thing was, he, he got didn't get stretched off because he was injured. He got stretched off because no one could talk to him to find out what injury was wrong with him. Because he was sleeping. I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, here's a bloke that's just been put to sleep by another man on a football field. Something no what? one wants to see. Like, don't get wrong. <laughs> we like it. What? No, whatever. we don't like that. Oh, we like the physicality of the We sport. like the physicality. We like Sonny Bill whacking people in the chest and dominating them. And, but we don't... We, I don't want 
Tariq Sims whacking old mate in the chest. And I don't want big fucking Nels last week coming in and fucking just giving a big cheap elbow to fucking Wade Egan or whoever it was. I can't remember who it was. Mitch Kenny. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. And, like, it's... Be tough. But be mean about being tough. Don't be fucking cheap and fucking grubby like that. Like, when, especially when you're Nels, you're fucking seven, seven foot, foot fucking tall... Almost 200 kilos, and you want to fucking chop your elbows into an 80 kilo fella, like. Yeah. I just wish Nels played back in the day, and he did that to a Joey or an Alfie or something, and Gordy or Chief or Spud fucking got a hold of him and... Glory days, Knocked eh? his teeth down his fucking jaw. That'd be good. Yeah, how'd you go on your, uh... Yeah, Turpin was just standing in the line where he's allowed to defend. He's just so much shorter than Victor. As Victor came down to charge, he's gone through him. But he's the attacking player. He's got every right to do that. Turpin's got every right to defend. What they're saying is with the Finucane example is Finucane doesn't have every right as the defending team to act like an attacking player and what? make and make direct contact head-to-head because if that person isn't... Well, no, he was carrying the so, ball when he got hit. So, but, Tur- so, Turpin did, so Turpin and Victor Rayleigh didn't make direct contact before a shoulder or an arm was engaged? I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's the intent out of the line. Why should that make a difference? Because he literally charges out of the line as if he's trying to make a line break, but he's the defending no, team. And if, cha- if that results in an HIA for another player or an injury for an, for another player in the attacking team, then that's right. a foul play, really. So if old mate charges onto the ball and then headbutts or hips old mate in the head... If he had gone for... A, if he had attempted a steal... And had just been watching hands and eyes on the ball when the head contact Fucking was made. He then ran, he might have had an argument. He but ran, oh mate, trying to smash him. He head clashed. There was no legal contact with shoulders, arms, torsos, whatever. No, but that's what they're saying. Direct contact head to head isn't allowed like that. You've got to adjust your tackle technique and be attempting a tackle. But what at I'm that saying point. is, it's never ever been punished before that. Well, that's how they set precedence, Con. But that's how this works. Don't you say, all right, this that, is an example they of what get we're not injuries. going to accept from now on. Yes. You don't just say, out of the blue, hey, boom, we got you three weeks, buddy. For what? For something that we're just going to make up right now. That's how rule, most rules are made and start, you know what I mean? Rules like, shouldn't be changed. No, well, 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 when you see things that you want to get out of the game... Right, then not, they find ways to get him out of yeah, the game. I'm not saying uh, currently, that. currently, agree. there is people calling for any form of your your favourite person on the planet, Joey Jones, is calling for ten to twelve weeks for hip drops to get him out of the game. I understand, agree with what you're saying. I agree to hip drops. I understand, grab axe. But that's what I mean. Like, there's a way to get things that you don't want out of the game, and the NRL saw that and they said, you know what, we don't want this in the game, and that's why they did that to Finucane. Turpin was just standing his ground in the line like a normal defender. It's a different thing. They're like We get it. People shoot out of the line and make snapping hits on people. Every single week. Every, every single, single week. Game. In all sorts of games. About t- 10 times a game. But you know what they don't do? They don't make direct contact head-to-head when they do that. You've Bullshit. got to go down for a low tackle. Because that's what they're saying. If you make in direct right. contact with the head out of that, I'll challenge, they see that as, as incredible intent. I'll challenge the head. anyone to go through this whole weekend of football right now and show me that there is not one person who rushes out of a defensive line 
And first contact, like Dale Finucan, he's not with the head. It's with the chest area. And then the head come into it. And you can, sh if you can show me a whole round of football where not one person rushes out and it's, there is not any resemblance of any head contact at all, I'll bow down and say, yep, you're 100% right. But you can go back through the last 30 fucking 120 years. 114 years of rugby league, and in every single game, there is incidental head contact from someone rushing out of the line trying to affect a tackle. And it's never, ever been punished. Ever. So just to... I get it. To take that and say, look, if this shit happens again, you're copping it. But to just come out and say it's Dalf Nukem right there and then where nobody's ever been punished for it, look, you've been punished for a head clash two weeks. I think that's unfair. Remember Magic Round? Remember that Magic but Round? everyone knows. You make contact with the head, you're getting punished. Just no, because, just because the NRL really was lax. It got, it got sprung on them, you know, what, no, they eight weeks into the season. No, they got an email four, four weeks before Magic Round. They called their bluff. And the NRL fucking didn't buckle until about three or four weeks after Magic Round. And then they finally buckled. That's the problem, but they buckled. Fucking stand behind yourself. Punish these fuckers, like you said, Joey. 12 weeks. If you're hip dropping or you're doing grubby shit, smash the fuckers. Speaking of grubby shit, the Melbourne Storm. Uh, let's just quickly, I'm curious for Gregory's take on uh, Brandy coming out and saying that the Storm... Just be brought... drunk. What? Nah. Go. Yeah, the, the Storm are the ones who've introduced... All the gnarly tackles in the last 20 years. They brought wrestling into the game. I mean, I know it's not an original thought, but he came out and straight out said it. Yeah. Well, like he said, it, he thought it was a general consensus, and it pretty much is. No one just said but it. I, <laughs> but no, well, I just don't know if anybody's actually gone back and truly gone in depth and investigated where the first charges stem from, where these first incidents actually occurred, what team did it? Like, until they come back and show me that the Storm did the first three charges or whatever in each one of these chicken wing, grapple tackles, fucking hammer wings, fucking whatever. Well, Cannonball belongs to Isaac. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> but, yeah, until someone come back and conclusively say that there's three prime examples for any other team did it or there's three prime examples before Melbourne did it. It's all conjecture and hearsay, really. It's, it's yeah, it's common knowledge, but it's common knowledge because everyone just says, oh, yeah, Melbourne did it, Melbourne did it, Melbourne did it. Melbourne or did, it. did someone else do it and Melbourne just that's got what the I mean. best at it. Well, well that's it. Yeah, they exactly. That's it. Well, it's sort of Melbourne. always done on the sly and no, I think, just I think you'll find, how to do it. I, I think you'll find, look, that's they might have had a hand in one or two, but... Other clubs might have done something and Melbourne's seen it and gone, right, we can better that. That's it. Did Melbourne just do it better than everyone else? And then it's like, hey, shit. Let's face Let's it. Let's draw attention to this. Well, I, I don't know. I don't have conclusive proof either way. I don't think anybody really has conclusive proof either way. No, look at their, their you know what, their club's good, mate. They got a secrecy thing. Like, they're... But that's what I mean. Like, unless you can come out with judiciary records that show 
the first three chicken wings, or the first three gaff tackles, or the first three crushes, or the first three squirrel grabs, or whatever, were yeah. from the storm, or were not from the storm, you can't conclusively prove that they introduced it or they didn't. Yeah, they were just good at shit. They just bettered it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Or did they start doing it? Other teams start trying to copy them. Possibly. And then they got penalised because they weren't as good at it. Possibly. They did have the best referee jiu-jitsu captain in the game. Uh, yeah, and so they had wrestling coaches long hurt. before anyone else. Like, Yeah. No, they had Cameron Smith, bro. He could manipulate the ruck, manipulate the ref, manipulate the other team. He was like, hey, you don't want to kick your touch. And I'm like, yeah, we don't want to kick your touch. But they really do want to kick your touch. Alrighty. Cool. All right. Is that us sorted? I think so. We got any more questions or anything there? No, nah, sweet ass. Well, thanks for listening. Good luck in your head-to-heads if you're still in the game. And if not and you're still listening, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> right it as it comes, guys. Don't rush into anything. Just strategically think out your trades throughout the weekend and rock on with your socks on. Yeah. Be careful. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 